This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Flint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famer Mike Van Dees joining us here Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? Well, that's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weight. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandel, our guest here. Jason Walker. Deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show. Hey, what up? Happy Thursday. Jason Walker Show hanging out live in the off-the-wall advertising man cave. We are in Billings at the Billings Hotel and Convention Center as we get set for Montana Football Hall of Fame induction 2023. Big, big weekend. It all kind of starts today. This is the official kickoff show. We've got the VIP reception tomorrow night after golf, of course, at Prior Creek. And then we have the big mental health symposium on Saturday from 10 to 2. More details on that coming up. Also have the uh, induction ceremony beginning at 6 o'clock. Here at the Billings Hotel and Convention Center, broadcast live on SWX. You can also catch the red carpet event here on Jason Walker Show channels uh, leading up to that. So, uh, let's see here. You can watch us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. You can listen on Podbean, Network One Sports. And as always, just go to jasonwalkershow.com. All right. I think we are back. Yes. Okay, there we go. Had a little glitch in the matrix there, but we're definitely back. Uh, Hall of Famer starting to roll in already. We have seen um, Jan Stenrud and his wife showed up uh, about 45 minutes ago. Went to grab something to eat. Dallas Neal is in town. Uh, Al Wilson, one of the new inductees from Montana State, British Columbia Lions, CFL, will be uh, inducted as well, Colt Anderson, Mike Person, Lynn Ahrens, uh, Alan Reynolds, and Sonny Holland, along with Dan Rambo. So uh, a lot of the Hall of Famers come back. Robert Dorr from last year is flying in tonight, and uh, looking forward to uh, catching up with him this week as well. He will be speaking at the Mental Health Symposium. Um, this is, by the way, the walk-up, and it is brought to you by Montana Custom Log Homes, the premier log home company in the industry with three distinct divisions so you can create the log home of your dreams and your budget. Milled, handcrafted, and timber frame. Make sure you check them out, yourcustomlog.com, to get started today. They have over 15 different floor plans, or you can go in with one of your own, and they'll work with you. Montana Custom Log Homes. Uh, Al Wilson, just to our left, he has uh, just got in from Canada, him and his wife, and they... Uh, waiting for the room to check in, but Al is uh, resting his eyes as we speak. Well, he woke up now. <laughs> going to have a great weekend. I absolutely love this weekend. By the way, coming up, we're going to check in with Alex Eshelman. Caught up with her yesterday before she flew into Billings tonight. And we'll talk to Alex about coming back for the red carpet event, which will be uh, about 4.45 to 5.45 or so on Saturday night. Uh, Jason Walker Show channels, jasonwalkershow.com, also YouTube, Facebook, and uh, the Twitter um, as well. So uh, let's see here. 
So Alex is going to join us. We got the walk up on this day in history, or walk off on this day in history, and much more all coming up. Let's see here. We share this. Uh, boom. Waiting to see here if we can. We've got uh, computers going. We've got everything going here at the Montana Pro Football Hall of Fame. Induction weekend. And, it, again, it's so much fun. And, you know, I'll talk with Alex about this, but last year some of the best times for me was actually just sitting and listening to the stories. Steve Okanowski, Jan Stenerud, a couple others just sitting around telling stories from their playing days, and it's fun. It is an absolute blast. Uh, before we get really started, we do want to thank the uh, Billings Hotel and Convention Center and the entire staff got here. Table was set up. Everything was set up ready to go for us when we arrived. So appreciate uh, appreciate that. Uh, let's see here. So we mentioned the Mental Health Symposium is something new we're doing with the Montana Football Hall of Fame this year. And it's very important. And tickets, uh, registration is available still uh, if you are coming. Um, you're supposed to get a hold of them by yesterday, but eh, begins at 10 a.m. tomorrow. If you have not yet got a hold of Rick Almas, you need to, 406-208-8142. Uh, Dane Fletcher will speak. Tough he- uh, Harris will speak. Jim O'Day. Uh, Danny Desson. Lady Grizz basketball player, former Lady Grizz Malia Kipp. Lucas Swenson, who just graduated, will speak on how others should treat each other and communicate on a teenage level. Um, Robert Doerr will be here as well, as we mentioned. And it is absolutely uh, important that we talk about mental health. I saw today a baseball player went on the uh, uh, reserve list because of uh, mental health. So it is very important, and it's something that uh, we found out last year with a couple of our inductees that were um, talking about their own struggles with mental health. Um, so tomorrow or Saturday, the symposium from 10 to 2, at the Billings Hotel and Convention Center. Uh, get your RSVP in as soon as possible. Um, there'll be lunch. Uh, Jerry Gerard uh, from MSUB will teach QPR training, question, persuade, and refer. And that all has to do with mental health. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Swenson has a pretty unique story as well. Relates to his peer groups at that teenage level. Uh, Darla Tyler McSherry from MSUB will moderate a panel as well. And lots of great things are going to come of this. There are also still tickets available for the banquet Saturday night, beginning at 6 o'clock. And you need to uh, go to Universal Athletics, any, any Universal Athletics store, stop by, and you can uh, get your tickets for the banquet Tickets are available for that, and also um, it's just great. Fantastic dinner. Get your tickets online, mtfootballhof.com or any Universal Athletics store. Got the golf tournament tomorrow at Prior Creek. Looking forward to that. Hopefully the rain holds off. Supposed to get some rain about 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Thunder shower uh, showers. Hopefully we get the full 18 in. And I'm excited. I get to golf with Jan Stenerud. And super awesome. Super, super fun. So looking forward to uh, to catching up with him on the golf course. Uh, saw him earlier today as he checked in here at the hotel, and, man, 
he still looks like he could kick <laughs> and play in the NFL. He's just a, a great, great dude. So uh, let's see. Let's take a break. We'll come back. When we return, we are going to check in with Alex Eshelman. Caught up with her yesterday. She flies into Billings tonight from her new job at the Big Sky Conference, uh, the director of broadcast and digital media. Super proud of her. And uh, she's going to be part of the red carpet event with us uh, here on the Jason Walker Show on Saturday night before the banquet. Cannot wait to see Alex. But uh, when we return, we'll check in with her. Taped it yesterday uh, in some of her limited free time that she has. So we'll check in with her coming up. The walk-up brought to you by Montana Custom Log Homes. We have more surprises on the way, too, uh, potentially. So uh, veteran-owned, family-owned, woman-owned, and operated, Montana Custom Log Homes will create the log home of your dreams and your budget. 50 years' experience, the finest craftsmen available in the state, and I say in the West, and uh, they build some unbelievable homes from 700 square feet cabins to 30,000 square foot. Whatever you need, they'll get it done. Get a hold of Montana Custom Log Homes at yourcustomlog.com to get started today. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Alex Eshelman will join us here on the Jason Walker Show. Strength, beauty, grit, superior craftsmanship. Our homes have it all. At Montana Custom Log Homes, if you can dream it, we can build it. With three divisions and over 50 years' experience, we've got you covered. From a showcase home to a small cabin, we make your vision a reality. Because every cowboy wants a castle for his queen. Montana Custom Log Homes. Crafting homes that last for generations. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State from rodeos to portraits and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work. Then give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. Mark LaRoe, photography.com. I'm Bobby Howe, head football coach of the Montana Grizzlies. And this summer at the Montana Pro Football Hall of Fame, we're doing more than celebrating Montana's best. On Saturday, June 24th at the Billings Hotel and Convention Center, there will be a Speak Up Student Athlete Mental Health Symposium from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Prominent figures throughout Montana, such as Jim O'Day and Tommy Mallott, will offer discussion and collaboration on how to better the mental health of our student athletes. After three Hall of Famers spoke about their own mental health last year, it's become apparent that we prioritize this topic at the Montana Pro Football Hall of Fame. Please join us on Saturday, June 24th. And for more information, go to the website mtfootballhof.com. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings, or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, 
It feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Ah, summer. A time to work in the yard and get all those projects that you've been thinking about all winter done. And when you've had enough, go to Lucky Dog Casino at Bar to cool off, relax, laugh a little, or a lot, your choice, have a drink and play your favorite games. There's plenty of new games and your old favorites. Now, if you don't want to work hard and the relaxing part sounds the best to you, then just head over to Lucky Dog Casino at Bar on Dredge behind Jade Restaurant. Happy summer, everyone. Everyone knows about Dinners Done Right and the convenience of the cook and carry cuisines. It's so easy to just stop by and you have something for dinner that night. But there's also one more thing you need to know about. Dinners Done Right grab-and-go salad bar. Yes, I said salad bar. Always the freshest ingredients along with a daily soup and nacho bar too. So the next time you are in a rush or you just want to eat healthy, stop by Dinners Done Right for the soup, salad, and nacho bar. For monthly menus and more info, it's dinnersdoneright.com. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rockers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rockers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rockers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. This is the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show. Hanging out on a Thursday of the fold. Segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. The off the wall advertising man cave. On the road in Billings. We get set for the Montana Football Hall of Fame induction ceremony coming up Saturday night, the big weekend. Golf tomorrow. You've got uh, VIP reception tomorrow night, hosted by Spencer Larson. That's always fun. Get some great stories. And then, of course, uh, the Mental Health Symposium. Speak up on Saturday from 10 to 2, and then the banquet followed by the red carpet, followed by the banquet on Saturday night here at the Billings Hotel and Convention Center. Uh, by the way, make sure you check out Continental Divide Radio. Continental Divide Radio playing the music of your memories. It uh, It is fantastic. I got to listen to it literally all the way from Helena to Billings today, and it was very, very uh, good. And not just not just saying that, but it was actually really good stuff. Uh, this year's induction uh, inductees uh, include Dallas Neal, uh, who may be able to join us coming up here in just a little bit. Also, uh, Sonny Holland, the late Sonny Holland, uh, Al Reynolds, Dan Rambo, Lynn Aarons, Mike Person, Colt Anderson, and Al Wilson, who has gotten up off his couch. Al, Al, did you wake up a little bit? C- come here. Come here. Come over here. Come over here. We'll get to Alex Eshelman coming up. But... Uh, 
All right, we'll let the we'll let the man sit down. You got a little cat nap in over there. Yes, drove, I did. Drove down from Canada today. No, I flew down. Oh, you flew in. Yeah. Man, your arms must be tired. I, I yes. kid. Uh, grab that mic. Put a little bit more in front of you. A little more in front of me. Yeah. There you go. Okay. All right. I don't have any makeup. What am I going to do? I don't either. It's well, it's just it's radio oh, with pictures, God. Al. Radio. Where does this go? Everywhere. Fifty Podcast? states, fifty-five countries. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Hi, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Montana State, CFL, BC Lions, and congratulations on your induction this year into the Montana Football Hall of Fame. Thank you. Thank you. I was very honored to be selected. When you got the uh, the word, what were your first thoughts? Well, I, I was a little surprised, and I'm going to take a shot at Rick Helms here. He <laughs> phones me up and says, you've been selected to the Montana Pro Hall of Fame, and he says, will you accept and I thought, what, is this a hoax or what? <laughs> yeah, I'll accept. <laughs> uh, but what's it mean? Because it's been a long time since you played in the state of Montana and in the CFL. Well, that's correct. And uh, I, I am in some other Hall of Fames up in Canada, and I'm in the Montana State Hall of Fame. But this I never even knew this existed. And actually, some a fraternity brother, Sam McCollum's in there, and... Big Bill Kohler's in there, and Stenerud left just before I got here. So I'm quite honored to be selected in that group of people. Well, you know, Jan actually was here. He was in his room. And he got his room. He I'm got still his waiting. room. You're still waiting. You were over there sleeping. Yeah. Jan walked by. Oh, did he? Yeah, they went to get something to eat. So. Well, I, I got some food in me, too, so I'm, I'm okay. I'm all right. Oh, perfect. Take me back to your playing days at Montana State. What was that like? Well, you know, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. I've I got to tell you where I came from. I came from a small town, a Duncan, and we had organized football started when it was I was 15, and I joined the team when I was 16. And these were PE teachers. Well, I didn't come from the same American culture of football, where everybody starts at seven and nine years old, and so you have a background. So when I got to go to Montana State, the, uh, it was Frank Smith, who was a running back coach here, and he turned out to be a great uh, UBC coach up in Canada. Uh, actually, my scouting report was great hustle and lousy technique, but on that, they gave me a full ride, so <laughs> here I was. But at Montana State, right over here, I was sitting on the couch that I was sleeping on is Bob Bannon. He and I were the de- uh, the captains of the Cats our senior years. He was defense, I was offense. But we, uh, our freshman year, Dennis Erickson, Paul Schaefer, oh. Walsenbach, all that group had just won the Big Sky Championship, and freshmen couldn't play up at that time, not that we were ready. And then we had three of the most miserable years in the history of Montana State, modern losing streak, and the year we leave, they win the Big Sky. Bob and I are still looking at ourselves and going, who the hell are we? <laughs> what happened? Oh, that is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, but did you beat the Grizz? That, oh, there's another sore point. I, right? I'm a Bobcat. Yeah. I was the PA guy for 16 years. Then. Okay, yeah. But our senior year, it, it was a, and the Grizz were undefeated, and they come to Bozeman, and they play us, and we fight them tooth and nail the whole game, but we finally succumb to 7-6, to six, and it was the most heart 
wrenching defeat I think I ever experienced at Montana State because by that time, by the time I was a senior at Montana State, I was a true Bobcat, you know, and you knew what this meant, right? Yep. You could lose yep. all year, but if you could beat the Bobcat <laughs> or the Grizz, yep. you had it made, right? And I came that close. Oh, Al. Yeah. You couldn't get in the end zone, huh? Well, yeah, we kicked two field goals. Frank Kelfoss, I think, kicked them for us. And we had a chance down. We were down close. And I can remember, I still have the film of that game in my archives. And it's still on tape. I hope one day to put it on a disc. But, uh, no, we couldn't get in the end zone. Oh. And we had Paul Schaefer, too. I, yeah. that's No, not, not senior year. No, I don't think we had Paul. Did he come back for that fifth year? You know, the brain is a little fuzzy. I can't remember who... Well, you, Hans Padina was in the backfield then. You put a, you put some, you put the the hat on the on the defense a few times. Oh, our defense was on the field all the time. The best player I ever played with is Bob Banna over there, and his nickname was Big Sky because he made it. And uh, <laughs> I didn't even know I made second team <laughs> my junior and senior year. Not that it mattered, right? So. But I was still learning the game of football. Like I said, I started when I was 16, came here with not much experience. It was a great place to come because there was a lot of guys from small towns. Mm -hmm. That was a great thing. And I came from, and I fit in culturally, and then I learned to play the game. And I had Joe Tiller. Now, I don't know if people remember Joe Tiller, but he had just been cut by the New England Patriots, and he came back and was coaching at Montana State. And uh, he sort of took me under his wing, and Joe actually loved me, but that's a serious thing when Joe loved you, because he pushed you hard. Uh -huh. I mean, really, really hard. And he really actually taught me how to compete in the game and play the game of football, and I've got a lot to thank to him just to learn to play the game, because I really didn't know how to play the game when I got here. We're talking with Al Wilson, um, 2023 inductee into the Montana, Pro Fo or Montana Football Hall of Fame. Then you go to the back home. You go to the CFL, BC oh, Lions. You know, the, my journey, and, the, and this is what I'm going to talk about at the banquet, the, the, the whole journey, a small kid to Montana State, full ride. I wasn't even thinking about playing pro football, and the Calgary Stampeders were sending me letters to bring me up to training camp. And the BC Lions noticed, who's this Wilson kid? And uh, they said he played his high school football in BC and then they had territorial rights they owned me oh they owned me oh. and I'll, I'll tell you a story there so they said no he's ours he's coming to our training camp they had I'll tell you how much interest they had zero <laughs> they were signing Johnny Muso out of Alabama mm. Ray Nettles out of Virginia Ron Este out of LSU and he was the outback Trophy lineman of the year, or and then they had a big uh, Canadian kid, Willie Postler, out of Washington State. And then there was this little kid from Montana. <laughs> well, I come out and I've learned to compete in the game now, and I make it, and I'm, I'm a backup. And the reporters, there's only 32 people on the roster at that time, and the reporters say, "Why did you keep this Wilson kid?" And uh, he said, "You watch, this kid will be an all-star one day." So. I have a lot to thank for all the coaches that believed in me long before I was what I would call good. And after a while, I learned how to play the game and 
15 years later, they said, get off the field, boy. <laughs> well, hey, it, you know, that's not bad. That's not a bad career. Yeah, it's a great career. And, I, and, you know, I enjoyed the hell out of it. And I enjoyed playing the game. It gave me a good living, uh, the experiences, the friendships, and all the accolades that I'm come your way afterward. You, you never play the game thinking, I'm going to the Hall of Fame. You're right. playing the game trying to make the team and try to win the game. That's what football's all about. Yep. Right? Yep. So. Yep. For sure. Um, idols growing up. Because you didn't really know football. I didn't really know football. I, I had no idea. I'll, I'll tell you a story. When I was in the eighth grade, the Grey Cup was being played in Vancouver, and our teacher got us tickets to the game. And we went and watched uh, Saskatchewan Rough Riders play the Ottawa Rough Riders, and uh, Saskatchewan won. I made the mistake. I'm standing, and I'm going up to the Ottawa Rough Riders looking for autographs. Well, they are in no mood to sign <laughs> some kid's autograph. That's, that's how much I knew about football. You don't talk to somebody after they lose the Super Bowl. They don't want to talk. Absolutely. Yeah, no. Absolutely. You were probably a hockey fan from Canada, right? Yes. Yeah, we followed the Canucks and everything, and I enjoy hockey, but I'm more of a football fan totally. But, yeah, we're bred on hockey. I mean, yeah. that's our big thing. I mean, we're labeled it. It's just like all Montanans are cowboys, right? <laughs> So, pretty close. Yeah, pretty close. Yeah, yeah. There are more cows than people in the yeah, state of yeah, Montana. True. No, yes, I believe that. Yes. Um, is it Calgary or Calgary? Gee, that's a good thing. Calgary or Calgary? Because I've heard both people or both ways. You know, it's. I, I guess you have to be from there to whether you say it whatever way. Uh, Calgary, Calgary. I say Calgary. Calgary. Okay. Calgary. That's, I got in trouble at a radio station one time for saying Calgary. Yeah, they probably don't like the emphasis on the s syllables, right? Yeah. They just slurred into one. They're like, it's Calgary. And I'm like, I'm from Montana. <laughs> <laughs> Al Wilson here. Um, we added something new this year, the Mental Health Symposium. How big is that for youth and moving forward? Because last year, you know, Dane Fletcher talked about it. Robert Doerr talked about it, A couple others. You forget these pro athletes still deal with the same struggles that normal people do. And I was very interested when I saw that on the program. I even considered I, I might sit down and watch it. I was talking to Tara, who drove us in from the airport, and I actually asked her about that. And, uh, you know, I played with a number of players that have donated their brains, and they, they have passed away, and their brains went for the CTE. And it's, um, you know, one of the biggest things if you're successful, and uh, you think about this. You're very successful. You make a good living. And in the NFL, a lot of guys make a lot of money. doesn't mean they keep it, but, you know, and that's the problem. And all the adulation that you get, and you're this person. And I was 37 when I retired. 37 is a young man, right? you got a lot of life to deal with. And I actually believe the more successful you are, the more you have to learn to deal with your mental health situation. Get your feet on the ground. Get yourself stationary settled who am i i'm not a football player i'm a person right and that's and it's a big deal it's a real big deal mentally injury wise to the brains and everything else it's time they address that if i showed you my original helmet that i wore for oh, oh my god I, I do i have my original helmet and i have the helmet that i won the gray cup in in the 14th year playing with the BC Lions and I put one helmet in their hand I have the put their hands out like this I put the one helmet and it weighs about two or three pounds it's a almost a, a plastic with the padding against the th so it's like this right 
and the other helmet is air conditioned, air blown up pads, and you blow it up from four or five different areas and the, the holes in it to spread the concussion and the, everything else. One weighs two pounds, the other one weighs eight pounds. So even in my playing career, the protection that we had for our heads was dramatic. It was like going from the horse-drawn carriage to the space age. Mm-hmm. And even now, the helmets aren't... They're probably better. You see that hood on it and the slits. And they're always looking, how do we lessen the impact? And even in practice now, they're putting padded helmets on top of the helmet because the brain takes a beating. Yep. I'm surprised I can put a sentence together half the time. I mean, I, I, I know guys that, you know, it's ended their physical capabilities and mental capabilities early just because of the pounding we talk about the injury aspect of it but like you mentioned al you were 37 when you retired right mental health wise that's a completely different change yes it's how you're perceived and it's how you perceive yourself and even i'm not saying i went through a dramatic thing because I was an offensive lineman. <laughs> We're pretty low-key guys, right? And uh, But even then, you have to get back to the basics and have a, something else that interests you. I had some other business interests, and so I followed them. But you have to get away. And people, and, and don't take this the wrong way, people always want a piece of you when you have a high profile. And after a while... You don't. Ha- I had a young family then. I was coaching my kids. I was. There's only so much you can give. Then it starts pulling out of you, and I think that's another aspect that you yeah. have to learn to deal true, with. True. True. You know. Uh, who are you looking forward to meeting the most or seeing the most this weekend? Well, one of them sitting right over there, Bob Banna. I, I, we've been friends. He was in my wedding party since the years that we were at Montana State, and I come back to homecoming. And I've got a number of fraternity brothers that have bought tickets coming here. And, you know, I'm proud to have been a Bobcat and everything. What really brings me back to Montana State is the people, the people themselves, the the relationships that we've built that have lasted 50 years. And there's not because – and you know what? We really don't even work at them. We just enjoy each other's company and say, Al, come down to homecoming. Okay. (laughs) You know? (laughs) And we have a good time. And and here's a compliment to all the people in Montana. There's a couple that we travel with. And uh, we go to Europe and we go on these river cruises and we've done four of them. And last year, you know, we we missed the COVID years, obviously. We we went on a two-week tour of – um, the Danube and a bunch of other things, and about four days later, we came down here for homecoming from Montana State, and we went through Yellowstone, and saw the buffalo and everything else, and then met my fraternity brothers, and they have the trailers at the game and the the whole game and the going down to the cannery bar and you know just just kicking it up and having a great time. They said when they went home. They didn't talk about the European trip. They talked about their trip to Montana. They says, your friends are great. I said, they're just good Montana people. Yeah, yeah. And are. so be proud of that. You're just good Montana people. Well, we appreciate that. Uh, before I let you go, I know Jan Stenrud is really looking forward to meeting you. He is. I would like to meet him, too, because I talk about him. And he and I, do you know I've never met Jan? I heard That's about what he him. said, yeah. I've never met him. Um and his story was he was a skier, wasn't he? Yep. And it, someone caught him kicking footballs in the spring, and the coach said, come over here. And I, I think, isn't Jan the, the first long-distance kicker in the yeah. NFL? That he was he, the first. He was the only true kicker in the NFL Hall of Fame for a long time. 
Okay, yeah, yeah. And he earned that. And we had Orvin Torp after him, and he was a skier too. But no, I'd love to meet Jan. Yeah, well, he'll be around. Perfect. Um, we're probably not going to see you golfing based on the story oh, you told me. Oh, I am the world's worst golfer. <laughs> <laughs> you, you re, real quick, tell us the story you told me before. before oh, we, about the golfing? Yeah, you're, oh, well. you're golf pro. <laughs> yeah, my golf. Well, as my status as a BC Lion, you get invited to these celebrity golf tournaments, and you go. a lot of times you get paired up with a golf pro and you're out there playing, and most uh, golf pros are there watching you say, you know, uh, you ask for some tips, and they show you, you know, turn your hands this way, don't pull it back so far and whatnot. And I was playing one tournament one time, and I was with the golf pro of the, of the club, and I asked him after about four or five holes, and uh, I said, well, you're not giving me any tips. And he says, you do so many things wrong, I can't help you. <laughs> <laughs> That's how good uh, I am at golf. <laughs> that is fantastic. Hey, uh, appreciate the time. I love it. Thank Go you. back and grab a cat nap. Yes, I need to. Uh, well, I got it now on your couch. Okay. Well, I mean, up, huh? hey, hey, I got a complaint. First complaint. Uh-oh. Jan's got his room. I know. I'm sitting here waiting for a room. <laughs> Al's already complained to the, the front desk staff. It's not their fault. Yeah, I know. They, You know, they can't. They say we can't even. They can't override the system until the cleaners actually give them the computer. So somebody back there is controlling my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's sitting over there on the yeah, couch. Yeah, yeah, well, the 45 years. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Congratulations. Hey, congrats on the induction, and uh, looking forward to, to hearing some more stories this weekend from you. It'll be fun. That Thank is you. Al Wilson, everybody. Montana State Bobcat. Yeah, Montana State, not U.M. <laughs> we got a Grizz over there. Oh, yeah. And he's smiling. At me. He has the same hate for me. Yeah, but you know what? I don't think he ever lost to the Cats. Yeah, probably not. Did you? No, I don't remember that. You don't remember that? Yo, yo, yo. Even if I did, I wouldn't. I remember that. Smart um, man. Yes, exactly. I'll appreciate it. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Yep. My pleasure. Dallas, why don't you come on over? We'll just keep the guests flowing here. <laughs> we are live in Billings, Billings Hotel and Convention Center, the Montana Pro Football Hall of Fame induction ceremony weekend. Dallas Neal now joining us. How are you? Good, good. Good to see you. Good to see you. I don't remember if I got to talk to you when I was working in Great Falls or not. I don't, I, probably not. That would have been early 2000s. You know, um, I graduated college in 99, 2000, yep, yep. so I, I was kind of... Focused on the, that next phase. Yeah, you, right had a, then. you had a pretty good next phase after that. Yes. But, uh, Gray Falls product, mm-hmm. go to the Grizz, but high school days, what were those like for you? High school days, I lived a block away from Great Falls High. So, gosh, I can remember sneaking under that fence, throwing the football over the gate <laughs> in a memorial stadium and sneaking under the, that dirt, digging it out, making sure I didn't get scratched on the way in. <laughs> And just playing around there, I, I loved it. I played for Dale Poley and Dennis Renning and just had a great crew, and, you know, we we had a good time. Oh, yeah. Um, how many times did you beat CMR? We beat him my senior year, and that's okay. the one that mattered. That's a, absolutely. It's the <laughs> latest one. Um, but what a great state. I, I talk about great stadiums in Montana and high school stadiums. Forget mm-hmm. Cats, forget Grizz for a sec. Um, but... Memorial Stadium, Naranchi Stadium, two of my all-time favorites to go to and broadcast a game from. Memorial is 
the view, and even in Butte, you get the view of the school. It's just gorgeous, and yeah. I love Memorial Stadium. Yeah, it it feels like high school football. Right. It just you can see the school in the background. The senior stairs are right behind it, and uh, you just kind of walk down in there, and it's all, it's its own world. And it, it, it is. It, it, it that's what's fun about it is it feels like you're in your your own your own place, and and even the track meets there are amazing. They got, yes. I mean, it's just a great venue. Um, then how did you end up with the Grizz? Grizz was not on my radar. Really? So my dad was a bobcat. My mom's a bobcat. My uncle's a bobcat. My aunt's a bobcat. At least you can say bobcat. My Bobby Howell. Oh, no, I don't, no it's, I, grew, I grew up with, with a cat logo on everything. So my sister went there and uh, my brother-in-law went there. So everybody's gone there. So the Grizz weren't really on my radar. I, I had my kind of my top 10 schools, and I was getting some hard looks from Notre Dame as a punter, and that was my pick. I wanted to go there. I had the grades to do it, and they decided to wait um, a year to take somebody. Oh. And then it just seemed like they kept unraveling one at a time, and uh, I felt like my opportunity was with my leg, I wanted to yeah. play tight and do some other things, but my leg was what was going to get me someplace. And so um, the Grizz offered me a full ride just to punt. And it was really hard to turn down. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. And so I just kind of closed my eyes and said, we're going to try this out and uh, went for it. It worked. It, it, it was dumb luck. Yeah. It was because I walked into a national championship. I'm, I'm punting as a freshman in a national championship game, and we win it. Yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, you never lost to the Cats, by the way. No, I think we were up, probably up there around 14, 15, or 16. It was, when it we was were. pretty close, yeah, because yeah. I think they ended it in 02. I was doing PA announcing um, 97. Chris Hepner hits the field goal to win it. That's right. Yep. All right, yeah. Bobcats take the lead with like 40 seconds left. Yep. And a phantom pass interference call that I still haven't seen on TV that set up the game-winning field goal. Yes, definitely. <laughs> I mean, of course I saw it from the sidelines. Oh, I, yeah, I you were throwing it. the flag. But, <laughs> but, yes, definitely. And, you know, it's you know it's interesting because my my memories of the Bobcat Grizz game are so mixed. You know, one of my one of my best friends, Rob Compson, was a quarterback. Yep, yep. And so you, you always, like, competed – to win, but there was always some mixed feelings because your buddies, you know, it was, you know. You're the only Grizz I've ever met that would say that. It was just different for me. It was different for me. You, you are my all-time favorite Grizz now. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't say that a lot. Well, uh, I mean, I just, I grew up on both sides. I just yeah. grew up on the other side. So it's almost like, you know, you know, it's like the North fighting the South or something. Well, what was the family's <laughs> reaction when you decided to go to Missoula? So... My uncle is going to show up here for the Hall of Fame ceremony, but I think it was my last year before he ever watched me play college ball. Wow. <laughs> it took a while. It took a while to mold the, to mold the soreness off. But, you know, I catch a lot of grief for it um, in, my, in my circle, but, you know, we're all friends. Yeah, at the end of the day, it's, it's just a game, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you still have it's the It's a super fun game. It's- <laughs> Okay, so I have to admit, I went to Washington Grizzly Stadium two years ago for the first time. Had never stepped foot in there. Went wow. to a playoff game. And I was walking around. I'm like, well, I can see the allure of this place. It's, you know, they did it right. Um, but had I not been at Auburn two weeks before and saw a real football stadium, right? <laughs> that I might have been more impressed. But they did a good job over there. I will say that in Missoula. Well, I mean, 
once again, it's like um, a little bit it, like Memorial, like crowds. Right? It's yeah. it sunk in. You've got the backdrop, and then um, once it starts to light up, it can get really loud in there. Yeah, and um, that's a home field advantage. That's all you're looking for is a home field advantage. Dorn Blazer, when they used to play there, there was just no no home field advantage. Right. You know, so you you got to it's an element of the game and, and I'm thankful that I walked into something that was that nice. Cause it was really nice. <laughs> you go from Memorial to then Washington. Yeah. It's not a bad step. I was never complaining. No. <laughs> um, punters and kickers are treated a little bit differently. Correct. What was it like for you in college and then at the next level? So I, I Andy Larson was the kicker and they called him the geeker, like a geek, <laughs> you know, and, and it's just, you know, you just, Everybody just likes to take a jab yeah. at the kicker or the punter. So I always had a little bit of a of an angle because I did play special teams going into my sophomore and junior and senior year, and then I ended up playing tight end. And then when I was in the NFL, I was playing halfback too. So honestly, by the time I was in the NFL, I was probably around 250 pounds, and I was pretty big. So I looked more like a halfback than I did a punter. But... Um, yeah, the reputation is not good. I think it's more on the kicker side now than yeah. it is on the punter side. Yes. Um, is it nerving to know at that at the NFL level, if I miss a kick or if I shank a punt, I could be out of a job tomorrow? Oh, that's exactly what it is. You have to know who you are so deeply. You have to have already dealt with your fear of failure. You have to have already failed in your mind and gotten over it. Or else you can't do it because you'll be worried about what other people, you have to go out there as if you don't care. Okay. And that's a very difficult thing to do because you care so much. Your entire livelihood's on the line, whether it's a drop ball or whether it's, it's a punt that doesn't go right. I mean, even if the coach tells you he wants you to hit it in a certain zone and you don't hit it in a certain zone in preseason, that's enough to call it. It's very, it's very tight. And, and there's so many people lined up ready to go. Yeah. So you've got your shot. You need to hit it, and you need to not care. And that's a very hard thing for, as you're graduating into the elite level, to learn. That's interesting. As we talked to Dallas Neal, 2023 Montana Football Hall of Fame inductee, what was that phone call like when Rick called and said, hey, you're going in this year? It was pretty overwhelming because um, you almost feel like, uh, like at times you're like, gosh, am I worthy of such a thing? But, you know, then you also look at, my passion, my love of my entire life was making contributions to football in the communities that were there. And so, you know, a lot of my story um, revolves around that. It's, you know, I didn't, I didn't have to make it to the Pro Bowl to be, you know, you know eligible. You, you, this is about Montana and, and the contributions you make to Montana and Montana football. And so there was a lot of people who paved some way to make it look real nice for me. So, um, pretty thankful. Do you do you think there's being from Montana and being mm-hmm. now in the Montana Football Hall of Fame? I mean, we talked out Wilson; he's from Canada, and I know mm-hmm. it means a lot. But is it different being from Montana? Oh yeah, like I was just so excited to talk to Rick and talk about life and talk about whatever's going on, and then I have an excuse to hang out in Montana for a while. I live and work in Arizona now, so I was like, this is, I'm, this is a community that I love. This is a fraternity uh, of people that, that care a lot about each other. Dallas Neal joining us here, Mike Miller, State Farm Hotline, and the uh, off-the-wall advertising man cave. Uh, who are you looking forward to meeting the most? 
Ooh. That's a tough one. Um, because the, honestly, there's so many people here that I've never met. You know, you, you're from there. There's, there's people that I uh, are here. that are from just different eras. Sure. So, um, I'm looking forward to going out and golfing and going out and, and mixing up and just meeting a bunch of different people that have, that have stories like mine. You know, it, it's kind of like you show up and you meet some people and it's like, you almost feel like your brothers, you know, cause it just, not a lot of people end up towing that line in that same way. Sure. Uh, I've, I've told people this before, but one of my favorite moments of coming down here the last few years was last year, just sitting with Steve Okanowski, Jan Stenerud, mm-hmm. you know, guys like that, excuse me, the old timers that the stories and stories that'll never be repeated. Right. But just hearing those stories and, to me, that was that's the best part of this entire weekend. Absolutely, and, and you have your own, but they're not. You know, they're recent. They're not forty years, fifty years ago. Right. You know, it's it's crazy, and it's it's so much fun, and it's you learn so much about the human, not just the star. Yeah, I mean, the game's changed a ton, but the heart of the player is the same. Right. You know, you want to compete, and you also it it. It challenges you beyond what you know you're capable of, and you recognize that. Yeah. Um, all right. I gotta ask you. I gotta ask you this. Um, last year, we saw Demar Hamlin go down on the field. Right. And you know, it's heart issue, whatever. What was your first thought when you saw that? My first thought was, this is unprecedented. This has never happened. I've seen broken necks. I've seen different things happen, but this is unpre- I've never seen anything like that. So you're just, you're just, kind of, you're just. I was just literally in shock because this just doesn't happen on a football field, you know. So um, it, it honestly, it, it just took a lot to process. Like, is that possible? Is it possible again? <laughs> well, it is. It is quite scary to think about. And he's now fully cleared to practice again. It really, yeah, that came out uh, last week or a week before, I think. So, well, congratulations to him. That would be, honestly, if it was you and if it was me, we'd probably say, "Let's go practice again." But for well, everybody yeah. else looking from the outside, they're like, "What are you thinking?" That's true. That's true. <laughs> like, what are you thinking? All right, you got to play in the NFL. You got to go to these stadiums. Favorite stadium you got to go to? Home turf. Now, oh, oh, NFL? Yeah, yeah. Oh, let me run down the NFL because this is fun. <laughs> okay. Okay. These are the stories I oh, like. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, worst place to play, Oakland. Okay. The first thing you do when you go to Oakland. So, that guy with the spikes when I was playing, those were real metal spikes, yeah. you know, on his shoulders and stuff like that. And I'm like, I thought they were fake. You know, you thought they were foam. No. So, there's a, there's a line when I played on Oakland. When you run out on the field, it's like 15 to 20 yards away that they keep the players because the fans throw stuff at them. So, so it's like going Butte. Yeah, it's exactly. It's like Butte with black and gray. So, second worst place to play. Philly. Oh, okay. And the only so when I played in Philly, they had turf, but it was concrete with the little carpet on top. <laughs> it hurts so bad to fall. And then Philly hates you, but they also hate Philly. Right. They just hate everybody. And so it's just kind of like an atmosphere where like are, we're supposed to be having fun, right? right? But they're just yelling at everybody. So 
two worst places to play. Okay. okay. I'm trying to think where. I mean, honestly, one of my greatest memories was just playing in St. Louis and seeing the arch. Like, oh, one of the cool. things as an NFL player is you may not have traveled. You're 23 years old, and you get to go to San Francisco. And they always give you, like, a half day to, like, just look around. So some of my best things were like, man, i got to see the sights for free. Yeah. You know, so you, I remember the stadiums. And, and in the NFL, the big change is the cameras. Like, you play in college, you see a few cameras. But in the NFL, like, it's Always cameras everywhere, all the time. Lights in your face, all the time. So you just have to get used to tuning everything out. Sure. So it, yeah. it, it's a big difference. Okay. Um, favorite moment in the NFL? <laughs> it, there, there's. I'm gonna. It's gonna be twofold. Okay. So I played for Dan Reeves, the late Dan Reeves. He passed away um, uh, about a year or so ago, and uh, great coach. Um, and I'm. We were playing tap at practice. So you run through the line, you have your pads on, but you're just tapping. You're trying not to hit too hard. And I was a rookie, and I was a free agent, and I was a walk-on. There's 110 guys. I'm trying to get that 53rd spot. So I'm sprinting as hard as I could down the line. And I see Gerald McBurl's a safety coming across, but we're playing tap, which means you tag him on the hip. He hit me right under the chin so hard that I... I went down, and I didn't know what happened, and I didn't know what was going on. And Dan, he stood over the top of me, and he's like, son, this is the NFL. you got to protect yourself. <laughs> and I'm like, and then, so, so my coach, um, the, the uh, halfbacks coach, kind of wouldn't put me in anymore because I, I just – I was kind of getting creamed a little bit. Oh, great. And I was Montana and, boy. And I was undersized. So we're in Tokyo playing the Cowboys in an exhibition game. And the first team fullback, um, he has a concussion. He can't play. Second team fullback has a hamstring pull. Coach Reeves screams to the back, put the backup in. My coach, who I'm standing next to, says, we don't have a backup. <laughs> most demoralizing moment oh. in my, I'm like I just flew to Tokyo 16 hours and he's not going to put me in and this is exactly how it went down Coach Reeves says well put Neil in then and he goes you can't be serious <laughs> and Coach Reeves grabs my face mask says get in the game and so I go in the game and I hadn't practiced I knew all the plays but I hadn't practiced them very much um, and the first play they, they run me on a little flat route, and i got to use my receiving skills and some of the other skills. that they You can't, in practice, hit somebody below the waist. You can't, in practice, do a lot of the things that you can do in the right. game. And boom, I'm down the sidelines running, and all of a sudden, Coach Reeves, he's like, I like what I see, son. Oh, <laughs> and he's the one who gave me that 53rd spot. That's awesome. He personally gave me a shot to win a win. Win a job on that team, and he gave me a, he gave me two years to do it, and that was a that was like a a gift. Yeah, because I was undersized, I wasn't ready, and I was punting in the NFL too. And he said, and so they had me gain um, a pound a week for twenty weeks oh, wow. until I was heavy enough to do some damage, and it was two hundred fifty dollars a pound if I didn't make it on Friday. Oh jeez! And then it doubled the week after that. So it got expensive if I missed weight. Yeah. So it was always orange juice on Friday morning. And uh, once I was big enough to play, it was go time. That's but I was, I was 20 pounds too light when I came in, and I didn't, didn't realize it. So at 250, 
standing back there, you look like Sebastian Janikowski a little bit. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Maybe in better shape. <laughs> I didn't know how to take that. Uh, but, I mean it in a loving way. But yes. yes. Yeah, but... You know, when I came into the NFL, I could probably run maybe like a four seven, and I was two, two ten, two twelve. And they trained me with Olympic sprint coaches. They trained me to get bigger. When I was about two forty five, I was running close to a four four. Wow! So my frame, he saw it, but he's like, "There's a lot left in the tank there." And I had just never been trained like that. I had just never spent my entire life training. I always thought I was going to be a punter. And so I never, but what happened in practice was I was just punting and they needed somebody to run routes and you're bored. So I'm running routes. And a month later, coach Reeves said, put some pads on son. I want to see what you can do. You haven't dropped a ball in two months. That's how I got a shot (laughs) to play tight end in the NFL. I did not not go there. I, I went there to punt, Yeah, but I just said, yeah, I'm available. And that's how it went down. That's, you know, and I know Coach Reeves has always, appreci- or always appreciated that about the undersized, the under, you know, the, the the last guy on the totem pole, so to speak. But you're going to go in and you're going to work your tail off. Yeah. He, it and was, I think that has a lot to do with the Montana. It, it does. I, and, and um, you know, Ken Stanandrew, who was my agent, said that. He's like, I can get you into a training camp. And he said, I can get Montana kids into training camps because – they know they'll work hard, and they know it won't be a waste of time. But you got to win a job. Yeah, it's up and to you. And so, so it, it was kind of cool because I was able to get into a training camp. It's very hard to get one of those 110 spots when I was playing. Yeah, because you didn't go to the combine. There was none of that. No, the last game of my senior year, um, I didn't know I had a stress fracture, and uh, I thought it was a pulled muscle. And in warm-ups when I was punting, I snapped it in half. And I didn't tell anybody. I did not tell a soul because I knew I was. And so I didn't get invited to the combine. I laid low. And then um, I tried to wait until it healed to get tryouts. So when you see a guy like Troy Anderson and the talk, I mean, from freshman year on was this is the best linebacker playing quarterback or running back in college football right now. Mm -hmm. Um, But when you see a guy like Troy succeed or Samari Torre or, any of these cats and grizz that have made it, how, how proud of you are that being from you know a Montana connection? I I just have an appreciation for kind of what a freak what a freak they are, what they're willing. Like I know the level of which they have to play at to be there, and it's so far beyond what even a college level is. And and so it's just like, wow, there's something going on there that is truly truly special. I've talked to people that say that go to NFL games and they're like, you know, you go to a, a Cat Grizz game, you go to an SEC game, you, the difference in, in speed and size, but then you get to the NFL and it's next level. Like yeah, Rock oh, Gullickson talked about it last year. Was yeah. explain, go talk to so me about that for, a little bit. So I'm 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 two ten. I'm I'm walk I walk into the locker room. Everybody's got their shirts off or whatever. I thought everybody in that locker room was doing steroids. I'm like, I'm like, I am so intimidated right now. As I'm walking through the process with these guys, I get to know them years and years and years. I played three years for the Falcons, which is actually a long time to play for one team. Yeah. Um, but as a 53rd man, but none of them did. None of them used steroids. Right. None of them did anything. Some of them were just born that way. 
and some of them just worked their tails off. But it was so far beyond what I had ever seen that I had some some growing up to do, and I had to grow up real fast. Yeah. <laughs> this brings me to my next question, the Mental Health Symposium coming up on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Al talked about it a little bit, the difference from, you know, with the helmets and all of that. You know, we talk a lot about CTE, but you said you're a 23-year-old kid that weighs 210 pounds going into a locker room full of men. Mm-hmm. Mentally, you have to overcome that just to get onto the field. And, and there's a lot of mental health that, you know, like I told with with Al is, you know, we see these guys at college or the NFL like, oh, they're superstars. They're, they're awesome. But they're dealing with the same stuff we are. Yep. How, how, how much of a change mentally did you have to make? You either make the change or you die in so many ways inside. My, my roommate um, in training camp, he was the best receiver in Division Two football, broke all the records. He got released um, – towards the end of training camp. And and I remember him, he, he talked and he tried to commit suicide shortly thereafter. And it's such a thing of, there's a blind spot. It's like, this is, a, this is football, but you're not a failure because you get cut. But what ha- everybody around you is building you up like you're the greatest thing ever. And so you feel the weight of disappointing others. And so you're disappointed in yourself because you can't please everybody else, which is a backwards idea, which is a backwards idea. If you, you just, you know, you know, I, I remember you just, he'd say, how do you, how do you always maintain so much peace? And I said, you got to know who you are outside of football. If you know who you are outside of football, you're going to be just fine. You know, but, it's, yeah. but you have to, you have to grow into that. And every guy that goes through that process has to grow into that either when they're playing um, pro sports or after they play pro sports. Less painful to do it when you're playing pro sports than it is to wait until after and then have the cookies crumble. So life is good for you then down in Arizona? Yeah, we, we, we love it. I mean, obviously the weather's warm. I'm Little, trying to convince my wife to move down there. But but um, we love being able – so we have those flights back that are two hours from the Mesa Airport, so just love being able to bop back and forth whenever, whenever we can. And and I'm I'm selling shade in Arizona. I build shade structures, so obviously selling shade in a sunny state is not the worst idea. <laughs> no, so you do have a good brain on you. <laughs> so, so, so it yeah, it's all good. I have a I actually I have a, a four month old daughter. Congratulations. As well as and and my wonderful wife Christy's amazing, but I also have. 20, 18, and 16-year-old daughters. Okay. So I have I have four awesome daughters that are just amazing. But they 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 have big range there. <laughs> I've got a 25-year-old, 23-year-old, and a 5-year-old. So, yeah, you're yeah. right in there. So I know. I know. Uh, okay, hardest hit you ever took? Um, actually, uh, the hardest hit I ever took was in, in practice against our own team, which is the most disappointing. It was the most disappointing moment of my career. Um. We were running the same play over and over and again, and I'm not going to name the linebacker's name, but um, he knew what play we were running, and he lowered his shoulder and hit me and dislocated three of my ribs, and I had to play through it. And um, they never kind of went back in place right. It always has. It's taken me a lot of physical therapy. Oh man! And it's kind. I think the thing that that hurt the most was 
I just got taken out by my own guy. It's like being shot in the foxhole by your own. And I think that was one of the things that was the hardest about um, being in that NFL competition was you're beating up your own team. And I think they've dialed that way down to where you're not. But, like, to get affirmation from my own tight ends coach, he liked me to pick a fight with the DNs. And he didn't really like me, so that was kind of my only shot. Okay. <laughs> so You had so, some coaches that did not like you. It was it was a mixed bag. <laughs> it was a mixed bag. Your halfback coach doesn't want to put you in in Tokyo. Your tight ends coach doesn't like you. Well, you know, you have a pedigree. So if you're a second-round draft pick, if you're a first-round draft pick, in the NFL there's a pedigree. Yeah. And they invest in the pedigree prior, priority. So only the big dogs can tell you to invest in something else. The general manager, the director of pro personnel, the owner. But it's kind of understood that you cater towards who you put money into. That's who you want yeah, to rise yeah. up. So even if you're better than the guy that they put money into, you have a lot to overcome. Because they've made an investment and they don't want to look bad. Right. So they're, it's kind of like... They're willing to, to have a few blind spots to get there. Makes sense. You see it happen. Oh, all the time. In, yeah. in all aspects of life. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Hey, uh, appreciate the time. Absolutely. Congratulations. Thank you very Enjoy much. the weekend. It is a blast. And oh, the thank VIP you. thing tomorrow night is super cool. The uh, Obviously, the golf tournament. What's your handicap? So You live in Arizona. You golf all the time. So, I, my handicap, let's just say maybe like one over, you know, like that. But I brought in my ringer. So my best friend from college, his son is the eh, number five player in the world at 14 years. So he's who I'm playing with. So so we don't have a chance. So now everybody knows, but I was trying to keep that under the radar for a little while. So oh man, okay. So Jan and I don't have a chance tomorrow. We're not taking any of my shots. If it's a scramble, <laughs> oh man. Hey, uh, congratulations. Hey, it's, thank, it's you. Cool. thank you for inviting me on here, too. And thank you. I, I do want to say thank you. There's a community out there that invests a lot. And I feel like me and a lot of other players get the benefit. And so, yes, we did play. But there's a lot of investment from a lot of people. And they know who they are. And uh, there's a lot of kudos to that. And I know they try and do that with the Hall of Fame um, to get the, the unsung heroes, the support staff, and things like that. But, you know, I can just say to those that were out there during my tenure – you made it fun. That's who made it fun. Yep, yeah, definitely. Um, enjoy the weekend with the family. Thank you. Um, go Cats. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt you. You're the only one. This is why you're good. Yeah. He's my new favorite Grizz. <laughs> Ryan Featherston has nothing on you now. Oh. <laughs> Feathers kid and my kid go to the same daycare. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. He's a great guy. He needs a haircut, but he's a great guy. Um, have fun this week, and we'll see you on the golf course tomorrow. Okay, sounds All right. good. Thank you, Dallas. Thank you, sir. Dallas Neal. 2023 football, Montana Football Hall of Fame inductee. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Alex Eshelman joins us next. Jason Walker Show. Hang on. 
Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. I'm Brent Vegan, head football coach at Montana State. And this year at the Montana Pro Football Hall of Fame, we're doing more than just celebrating our very best. On Saturday, June 24th at the Billings Hotel and Convention Center, there will be a Speak Up Student-Athlete Mental Health Symposium from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Prominent figures throughout Montana, such as Jim O'Day and Tommy Malott, will offer discussion and collaboration on how to better the mental health of our student-athletes. After three Hall of Famers spoke up about their own mental health last year, it became a parent that we prioritize this topic at the Montana Pro Football Hall of Fame. Please join us on Saturday, June 24th, and for more information, go to the website, mtfootballhof.com. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings, or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Strength, beauty, grit, superior craftsmanship. Our homes have it all. At Montana Custom Log Homes, if you can dream it, we can build it. With three divisions and over 50 years' experience, we've got you covered. From a showcase home to a small cabin, we make your vision a reality. Because every cowboy wants a castle for his queen. Montana Custom Log Homes, crafting homes that last for generations. Ah, summer. A time to work in the yard and get all those projects that you've been thinking about all winter done. And when you've had enough, go to Lucky Dog Casino and Bar to cool off, relax, laugh a little, or a lot, your choice, have a drink and play your favorite games. There's plenty of new games and your old favorites. Now, if you don't want to work hard and the relaxing part sounds the best to you, then just head over to Lucky Dog Casino and Bar on Dredge behind Jade Restaurant. Happy summer, everyone. Do you have the time to listen to me whine about nothing and everything all at once? Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show. This segment brought to you by Bowser's Lucky Dog Casino. Stop in, hot games, warm staff, cold drinks, drink, and gamble responsibly. Had a lot of fun so far, and the fun continues here on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline, live in Billings. At the Billings Hotel and Convention Center, it is Hall of Fame induction weekend for the Montana Football Hall of Fame. Another great class going in, and uh, to talk about that and much, much more is our favorite girl from the Big Sky Conference, young lady, I guess, 
Her name is Alex Eshelman. It's been a while since we've chatted with her. I caught up with her yesterday. Here's our chat on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. Jason Walker Show. All right. It seems like forever since we have had her on the show, but she is back. Her name is Alex Eshelman. She left us in January, but for the big time, and now she's back with us. She didn't forget us like we thought she would. But how are you? I would never forget you or any of the Montanans, uh, Jason. You guys are the best. I am great. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. You know, having fun with the show and the, the new radio station. And um, it's great. But And golfing a lot. And I know we're going to talk some golf here in a little bit. But how's the new job? I mean, you've been busy. You started in January down there in, in uh, Utah. And all of a sudden, you're everywhere. You're at championships. You're at games. You're talking to Damian Lillard the other day. I mean, life has to be really good for Alex Eshelman. Life is always good. Life is always good. We're here. We're alive. We're, we're breathing and we're going. But first of all, I just have to say, I'm happy that you said you've been practicing uh, your golf, golf <laughs> skills, because I have not hit the range. I have not hit the course. Full disclosure, all summer long yet, that is not good for our group um comes friday however um it's okay we have you and you're going to be carrying the load there well uh, i'm gonna try but the guy that we get to golf with jan stenerud is really going to be carrying the load and the best the I, silver fox of all silver foxes i called you uh what a few weeks ago because i had set this up on uh with lynn greenberg with uh, the montana football hall of fame and she goes are you golfing and i said yeah I said, Alex has to be on my team. And she goes, okay, uh, we're, I'm going to put you guys with Yawn. You guys okay with that? And I'm like, uh, I know I am, and I know for sure that Alex will be. So you were shocked when I called you and told you the news. Well, I was shocked because when I first told my dad almost a year ago, mm-hmm. when I did the first Montana Pro Football Hall of Fame with you, I told him that I had met Jan Stenerud, and he screamed. He said, oh, my God, I had cards of his, like signed cards. I don't know if they were signed or not. I think he would have liked them to be signed. Um, But that was one of his all-time favorite NFL players growing up as a kid. So he was equally as excited as he was jealous of me and hopefully I can bring him to one of the pro football fames at one point when Jan is there so they can meet but anyway life is good job is good you're right I have been going all over the place I yes Damian Lillard the alumni classic at Weber State was so cool and um, just being able to see how much he means to the city of Ogden and Weber State. Um, you know, Jason, when I was in Bozeman, I was obviously all about Montana State, and I still very much am, but it's so refreshing and fun um, and a good challenge for me to to be all about Montana State and all about Montana and all about Weber State, mm-hmm. Idaho, Sacramento State, UC Davis, the, you know, the list goes on, Idaho State. Um, so it's been great. It's been a great, fun, exciting challenge, and and uh, the Salt Lake area is very is beautiful. I, I really like it. I'm super happy for you as we talk to the director of Big Sky Broadcast and Digital Media, Alex Eshelman. Um, that's a pretty cool title, by the way. 
<laughs> I know it's a it's a big title. I don't I don't know if I live up to that title, but I appreciate it. Uh, what's it like working with the uh, the group in the uh, the Big Sky office? I mean, Tom, the commissioner, and then you've got John Casper. You've got some great people that uh, have been with the Big Sky Conference a long time that have really elevated the Big Sky. Absolutely. And, and I mean, you just said it best. They have not only elevated the Big Sky, but they've elevated uh, me professionally. I've learned so much from our communications team between Tyson, Bryson, Walker, Autumn, um, they've, they've really pushed me to challenge myself and think outside the box and get creative with certain things. And they've educated me on all of the schools that I'm now covering. Um, and then you have, yeah, the executive side of things with Tom Wistrasil, our, our wonderful commissioner, and Dan Satter, our deputy commissioner, John Casper, like the fan favorite of yeah. Big Sky, who brings so much life into our office. Um, and then, you know, we have uh, Tyler and Alana, and um, it's, it's a great group. And I think that they've brought the Big Sky to where it is now and um, I'm excited to be a part of it and just continue to elevate it into this next school year. Uh, you're going to be busy this summer because you're going to be in Billings and then in a month you'll be in um, Spokane, Big Sky Media yeah. Days. Uh, planning for that I know started last year but how cool is it to be on the other side of it planning instead of just being the media person for SWX like okay I got to get this interview this interview but now I'm, I'm you're setting up everything. It's cool, but um, to your point, Jason, it's a lot of work, and I've learned so much of of what goes into putting on a production like the Big Sky Kickoff. And I'm not kidding; like this is a blue collared conference. Like everybody in this office, hands on deck. It does not matter what your position is; everyone is working together. Um, to make sure that not only the Big Sky kickoff is is put on, but it's put on in the best way possible. And the the number one thing that everyone is always talking about within the office is what is going to give the best experience for our student athletes and for our coaches and for the fans who are watching. I mean, it's really amazing to see everybody have such a selfless mindset and have the the forefront, the most important thought and goal in mind is to make sure that our people are having the best experience possible, especially, you know, of course, this is, this is their summer. This is the football players and coaches summer. And, um, it's right before the start of the season. And, um, it's a very demanding job when they're in season. Um, and it's a demanding job when they're out of season. So, we want to make sure that they're, you know, the few weekends um, out of the summer that they have, they're they're dedicating this time to us, so we're dedicating that time to them. Well, they've done such a great job, the Big Sky, over the past uh, however long it's been going on with Media Days and, and the kickoff. It went from, you know, Park City out to Spokane. And um, I'm not going to be able to make it this year. I'm bummed because it's the same weekend as the Disabled American Vets Tournament here in Helena, and I got a, uh, you know, I'm sponsoring that, and I got to play in it. So I'll miss you. In but I get to see you this weekend, and that's why you're on. Alex Ashelman joining us, Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. I'm so excited. It'll be our second year doing the red carpet event uh, before the big banquet Saturday night. But it's going to be. I have to ask, what are you wearing? What are you wearing? Oh, um. 
I don't know yet. I have, of course you don't know. Of oh, course. Well, now I'm different. I've planned for weeks. I'm different than, okay, what are you wearing? I'm wearing a, a kind of like a, ba- uh, a like a tan dress okay. with black heels. So really you can rock any color because I'm going neutral. Okay. I'm thinking um, black suit. I haven't decided, well, my wife ruined my good white dress shirt, one of them. She took it, she wore it to a murder mystery night, and then she washed it with something red, and so now my white shirt is pink. Um, I look, hey, you, know what? you have to own a pink dress shirt as well. So I do have a couple of those. In fact, I wore one uh, a few weeks ago. I had a pink, uh, pink shirt on with um, like a salmon, not salmon, but pink and gray tie. We love pink, Jason. We rock, love pink. I rock. Maybe I'll maybe I'll go with the pink this year. Okay. Yeah. We'll Again, see. We'll you see. can wear whatever you want. You will match me regardless. That's true. Um, ex- well, in some ways, but not always, because Alex Eshelman is the best. Um, <laughs> but Saturday, uh, nice. the mental health symposium. Um, we probably won't attend, but that's a big deal for the Montana Football Hall of Fame to put this on for, and you deal with it in the Big Sky. Uh, with with student athlete and mental health awareness and you know we heard it last year with you know Brent Vegan talked about it Bobby Hawk talked about it in the commercials but you know Dane Fletcher Robert Doerr a couple others that spoke up about mental health it's a big deal in sports it's such a big deal and I will never forget sitting there for my first Montana Pro Football Hall of Fame with you and listening to Dane and Robert talk about their mental health journeys and there's something so um beautiful and eye-opening and just there's such a strength to being vulnerable Mm -hmm. and i think that dane and robert's speeches were so inspiring in that way because you look at them and they're these big you know athletic strong looking guys Um, but for them to be able to go up to a podium in front of hundreds of people and say, Hey, I struggled with this. This was not a cookie cutter experience, walk through the park type of journey. This was really, really difficult for me. Um, and for them to be able to trust us with that and open up and, um, say to, to kids that might be going through the same experience, like, Hey, you're not alone and I'm here for you. That is, that's what, that's what being a good human is all about, you know? And I think that Montanans are, are top notch, some of the best humans out there. And for, for Rick and for the, the Montana Pro Football Hall of Fame committee to recognize what they talked about and jump on it and want to grow that conversation. I mean, you, you can't ask for for anything better. So I'm so, I hope we can make it. I mean, I know that Tommy Malat's going to be a part of that. Um, oh my gosh. I'm trying, I'm trying to forget uh, or remember some of the other names, uh, but Jim O'Day is going to be there. Danny Jim, Destin. Jim's going to be a part yeah. of that. And um, I hope we can make it. Yeah. If we're not golfing again, because Sean might get us out on the golf course again. Who knows? Well, actually, unfortunately, I did talk to Sean. He won't be there because the Cranies are the same oh, weekend. Oh, okay. Yeah, 
So it's a bummer. I know. Coulter will be there. The Cranies are in Billings. So we'll probably, I mean, who knows? We might see him. Oh, I'm sure he'll stop by the hotel and convention center to. I sure hope so. I sure hope everybody (laughs) stops by. They will. Um, Red carpet. Yeah, I know you've been doing your homework on top of your real job, but this is another great class going in. Uh, Mike Person, Colt Anderson, Dallas Neal, Lynn Aarons, Dan Rambo, Sonny Holland, um, Alan Reynolds. I mean, this is a great, great list of, of people that we're inducting on Saturday night. This is the girl in me. Um loving loving fashion but i'm really excited to talk to colt anderson about up top clothing um that i want to hear all about that journey and just in general i mean he he reminds me of um tommy malott in the sense that he is now a butte america famous montanan um not now i mean far far before tommy i should say um but the fact that he's so involved, he's a, an owner of the Mo Club, which obviously we all know is a legendary bar in Montana, um, founder of Up Top Clothing. He runs a, a great, you know, children's organization with his wife and family. Uh, it, that's one that I'm really excited to talk to. Um, but really all of them. And I'm pretty sure I don't know. Uh, 100%, but I do think some of Sonny's, Coach Holland's family is going to be there, yep. and I hope that they are um, because that's that's a, a legend of all Montana legends right yes. there, Sonny Holland. Yes, 100%. Um, what did you learn? Well, I, I'll probably ask you this again Saturday, but what did you learn about this year's inductees that really stood out to you? Ooh, that's a good question. Well, I loved the I loved the selection um, in the sense that it covered a lot of different parts of Montana. I mean, we've got a Glendive native, we've got a Great Falls native, we've got Billings. We've, you know, I think that we covered a lot of different um, parts, and I think that they've always, the committee's always done a good job of that in making sure that you recognize somebody from. Butte, somebody who's a, a Grizz grad, somebody who's a Bobcat, um, and then people who might have not gone to either of those schools but made it in some other form or fashion, mm-hmm. maybe within the CFL. Or um, I, I think that there's a great range and, and a lot of diversity within this group. What was what did you notice? That there's more Grizz than cats again. no it's just um i was actually surprised that sunny holland hadn't wasn't part of like one of the first couple of classes that they did but there's so many and i go back to the the very first class i swear he was he might have been but they're honoring a legend award this year he was he was a part of the very first class because i want to say it started in 2016 yeah and why i know that is because i went back to watch one of his one of his um, his inductee speech, and he said he said something that that caught my attention. He said that per capita, Montana has the most NFL players to come out of any state. Wow, that makes I'm sense, like, though. Really, I'm going to have to double check that fact, but I hope that's true because that'd be cool. <laughs> I, it probably is. I mean, when you think Montana, you didn't even have a million people for the longest time, so that makes sense. Right. Yeah. So, um, 
Anyway, go ahead. So you think that there's more Grizz than Kath. You know what? Well, yeah, but it's okay. I, you can't ask me about this anymore because I am just as much of a Grizz fan as I am a Cats oh, fan. Oh, she says that politically I'm correct. Grizz and I'm diehard Cats now, so no, I, I'm, I'm happy either way. You have, you are a diehard fan of all 14 schools. I get it. Um, <laughs> it. Would it be hard for you, real quick, before we go back to the Hall of Fame, would it be hard for you to go work for, say, the Pac-12 and have to cover Arizona State? Um, no, because ironically, more of my friends are from Arizona State than they are, not more, but I do have a lot of friends who are Sun Devil grads, and you know what, hey, they like to have a good time, the <laughs> Wildcats like to have a good time, it's win or lose, we like to have a good time, so I think, no, 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 I love the Pac-12, that's what I grew up Okay. Watching before I really grew up watching the Big Sky, which is ironic because I grew up right, you know, up the street from a from a Big Sky school in Sacramento State in UC Davis. Um, but yeah, I came from a Pac-12 family, so no. But okay. I still don't like the Sun Devils. But if I were covering <laughs> them, I'd, I'd say, hey, forks up. There you go, there you go. Alex Eshelman joining us um, Saturday. Yeah, we get to talk to some of the new inductees, but. It was fun last year just grabbing, you know, past inductees or current coaches and, and just their wives. I, I don't know if anybody had more fun than Marty Morningwig and his family. I'm so happy you said Marty's name because <laughs> I, I saw him a couple weeks ago at a golf tournament. He was so fun. He'll actually be a big sky kickoff. Oh, um, fun. Yes, and I just ran into uh, Ty Gregorak, actually, so weird. I was in Missoula for a friend's birthday, and I walk in, walk out of a hotel. He's walking into the hotel with his family. I'm like, hey, how are you? And, he, yeah, we caught up, and he's um, he'll be at kickoff, so that's exciting. But, yes, Marty was spectacular. My favorite was having Dane Fletcher and Bob, his yes. dad, yes. on – and Dane goes, Alex, I just found out within a matter of hours that my dad used to call games on the radio. Yes. And I asked him what his favorite game that he called was the Townsend Bulldogs going up against, oh, God, I can't remember the other team. But, um, oh, my God, I'm so excited. It was so fun to do that with you. And I hope we can continue to do that and grow oh, yeah. the the red carpet even more well, because you know, then people really love it. They did. And I think you got to see th those folks in a different light. You got to see, um, you know, we're used to talking to coaches like coach vegan or, or coach Hauk in a business setting, but to, to get them, you know, having fun and there's no, there's no game this week that we have to focus on. And it's just, out there having a good time celebrating the best of Montana. And, and it's so much fun for, for us to be there. I agree. I think that it really is a true testament to all the great people who make up that state. I, I mean, it is so grizz, cat, whatever you are that night, it doesn't matter. It is totally about recognizing some of the best of the best. And um, I've always said it, but People in Montana, they just have their they have their heads on straight. They have their priorities aligned. You know, obviously, no one's perfect. We're all human, but um, when it comes to 
sports they recognize that it's not it's not about making it to the NFL or the CFL. It's about the type of person that you are when you get to that place, and whether you get there or not, it's about the, your work ethic and becoming a good person and treating other pe- people correctly. So I'm just so excited to be in be in that room again. I'm looking forward to uh, the red carpet event. Are you going to be nervous? Friday morning, first tee shot with Jan watching you tee off. No, because it's a scramble, and whether I have the best shot of my life or it's terrible, as long here's my thing: as long as you just hit it forward, as long as you get it forward, fine. Yep, it's just like football: advance the ball, fine. and then you and Jan can pick up the slack. I just need to get it. I just need to hit the ball forward. You know, I it just. I can't get it in the trees. I, you know, yeah. it just needs to go straight. I was looking. I think I'll probably end up riding with Jan. I was looking forward to riding with you, but you're bringing your friend, and that's cool. Well, Jan's um, wife is coming as well, so I don't know if she's golfing okay. with us, but I do know that she's with us. So we'll figure it out. We can swap golf carts. That's we can. Just, we're yeah. all going to have a great time. It's going to be a super fun time. Um, you know what was more fun for me, and you missed out on this last year because you had to fly – to a wedding early the next morning. So you had to go to bed early, but sitting around with those, those hall of famers of not only Montana, but the pro football hall of fame and just hearing their stories, just sitting back and absorbing all of their stories from their playing days. Like these guys remember everything like it was yesterday. And for me, that's probably the most fun of the weekend is just sitting down, having a couple of drinks with these guys and not even saying a word, just listening. Because you you learn so much and stories that will never be told on on air, but those are the most fun I think. I remember you telling me about that night and how cool it was and and just how much perspective you gained from that experience. Thankfully, I don't have to go to a wedding and I don't have to go home this time around. So I will be there sitting, you know, just listening, listening to all the great stories. With Here's you. the problem. I have to leave at like 430 or 5 in the morning because I got to hustle back to Helena for a golf tournament the next day. But- so do I. So we're on the same page. I'm actually flying from Billings to go home for the week. Okay. Uh, so in my flight, I'm pretty sure is at 5 in the morning. Okay. So we're just going to. We'll pass each other in the <laughs> in the lobby. Exactly. <laughs> on on exactly. Sunday morning. Um, before I let you go, and I, and I know you got to run, but um, yeah, I, I got to run. But I, should I pull a Vegas and just stay up and drive home, or should I no. try to get some sleep? Nope. I tried to do that one time, and it did not go over well. I'll just say that. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, don't do that. Okay. If it were me, I learned my lesson the hard way. Take it from me. Don't do it. Okay. But those stories keep you up. And, and At least get a nap in. At when, least get a nap in. When Bobby Hout goes to the gas station at 2 o'clock in the morning to get chips for the gang hanging out in the, in the hotel lobby telling stories, you've got to stick Good around. Man. Good man for that. Yes. It, it, and then he left. He had, like, two chips, and he took off. And him and his wife came in with this, like, three bags of grocery store chips and salsa <laughs> and cheese. <laughs> That is great. Oh. Hey, you know what? They they know how to keep the party going. Oh because yes, and salsa that is a must. Well, you have to. I mean, yeah, it's your go to at any party, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Right. Hey, uh, safe travels uh, to Billings on Thursday. I cannot wait to see you. We'll have to. Uh, we'll get dinner. 
maybe Saturday night or Thursday night or definitely drinks of the water. We will definitely see each other. I know I'm trying to make all my rounds of seeing, you know, if Sean and my old ABC Fox Montana gang is there. I know KBZK people, NBC Montana. Yeah. So it's going to be great, Jason. I'm so excited to be back with you and um, and doing the red carpet ceremony. I can't wait. And that's going to be live on the Jason Walker Show uh, channels prior to the banquet. The banquet will air on SWX, which I think is awesome. Um, yes, absolutely. And I, I'm so happy that they're doing that because it's a huge event. And, yeah. and it's something that people would want to tune into it's so it's so interesting hearing these you know these guys stories i hope they have an edit button though i don't know you were in, on the inside at swx oh, because last year some, when some of the bad words when, when dane, dane told his uh and we can talk about this because it was in the public but uh dane told a story about bill belichick calling him while he's on a snowmobile and that's really <laughs> frowned upon mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, you know what? Do they have a delay at SWX? I don't know. Who cares? Let's hope so. Who cares? Let's hope so. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, safe travels. Keep up the great work with the big sky. I cannot wait to see you Thursday night, and uh, it's going to be a great fun weekend. The golf, the banquet, the the symposium, the stories, the fun. It's going to be a good time. And I get to see Alex Eshelman in person for the first time since – Bobcat playoff football. The reunion is is happening in a matter of days. I can't wait. Thank you for having me, Jason. I'll see you soon. That is uh, Alex Eshelman joining us on the uh, Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. It's not just a bundle. It's your home. It's your auto. It's your life. Mike understands that. Feel old Mike Miller State Farm in Helena today. This is Emmy Neal making her debut on the Jason Walker Show. How adorable is she? How adorable. We, your dad and I just got done talking about you. Yeah, and there's mom. Yes. You're making your radio debut. Do you want to chat? You want to talk? You say something? Yeah? No? Okay. You are so cute. You are so cute. You want to wrap up the show with me? I let my little one come on all the time. So uh, let's see here. Let's do uh, On This Day in History. Ready for On This Day? Someday this will make sense. It is National Kissing Day. Stay away from boys. Stay away. Although I did see the cutest little three-month-old yesterday. You guys, his name is Grayson. Uh, Onion Rings Day. Your your way is away from Onion Rings Day. Uh, Let's see. And World Rainforest Day. All right. On this date in 1930, Yankees first baseman Lou Gehrig hit three home runs in a 20-13 win over the Philadelphia A's. 1937, Joe Lewis knocked out James J. Braddock in the eighth round at Comiskey Park for the World Heavyweight Boxing title. Uh, Joe Lewis, then a year later to the day, first-round knockout of German Max Schmeling at Yankee Stadium. 1981, John McEnroe's famous You Cannot Be Serious rant at Wimbledon. 1982, Phillies infielder Pete Rose gets his 3,772nd career hit, move past Hank Aaron into second place. Uh, 2022, Shohei Otani, a year ago, struck out 13 batters in a 5 nothing win. What's cool about that is the night before, Otani had 8 RBI in one game. Pete Maravich, born on this date in 1947. Dan Weldon, born on this date in 1978. Got a chance to interview Dan Weldon uh, at Pikes Peak International Raceway in Colorado. Uh, he passed away in 2011 in Vegas. 
And on this date in 1940, ooh, you'll like this one. On this date in 1940, the very first Dairy Queen restaurant opened up in Joliet, Illinois. You may never go to Joliet, Illinois, but I hope your mom and dad get you some Dairy Queen someday. And, oh, one of my all-time favorite movies, 1955, Lady and the Tramp was released. Great Disney movie. Great Disney movie. Just saying. All right. Uh, let's do this. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. Oh, man, we had so much fun today. Got the golf tournament tomorrow, the VIP reception tomorrow night. Everything here at the Billings Hotel and Convention Center. That'll be followed on Saturday by the Mental Health Speak Up Symposium. And then, oh, yeah, you're going to push buttons too? You can. I'm hiring. Um, just for you, though. And then Saturday, of course, the red carpet event here on Jason Walker Show channels. And then also the banquet on SWX Saturday night. Want to thank Al Wilson for stopping by. Dallas Neal for stopping by. Alex Eshelman. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a great weekend here in Billings. Thanks to the Billings Hotel and Convention Center for uh, the setup for uh, both today and for the red carpet event. Thanks to Emmy Neal for making her debut. You're awesome. And so calm. You are a sweetheart. Take care of those three older sisters. We'll be back on Saturday for the red carpet event. Thanks to all of our great sponsors, all of our great fans and listeners. And uh, off the wall, man cave, on the road. We'll do it again Saturday about 4.45 or so. You say bye? Okay. Have a great day. And we'll see you. The Jason Walker Show. There's Dad. Don't forget to listen to Continental Divide Radio, too. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.